Well, hello. Hello. It's the Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley. And Tony Tripoli. Here we are. I'm Tony Tripoli, and this is Dennis Hensley sitting right here on my right-hand side, as always. On the Comedy Couch. You're always on the right, and I'm always on the left. It's always. true. It throws people off. It throws me off if we do it the other way. Uh, have we ever done it the other way? I don't think we I don't know. Have. I think we tried one time, and then I, I got uncomfortable, and we switched it. Do-over. I know. Um. Yeah, always. So in case— Not that we're hung up on roles or positions some or anything of like our... that. Uh, listeners comment that they li- that you know the broadcast is in not in stereo. Yeah, some like I tech, come out of no. one speaker and they come out of exactly. the other. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that is stereo. I right. guess that would be stereo. It's you're on the treadmill to the left and I'm on the treadmill and, to the uh, right or vice versa. And they you know often say that you're in the driver's seat and I'm the passenger seat or vice oh, versa. That's adorable. Or just but I'm just saying. So for the record, yeah. Uh, I am sitting on the left-hand side of the comedy couch, and you're on the right-hand side. I'm on the right-hand side because the couch potatoes want to know these things. Somebody suggested that's what they could call the thing. The couch potatoes? Yeah, which— I like that. I think it's kind of cute, and also— And it's food-related. And you can—French fries, come mm. on. Potatoes Ask are me fantastic. what I'm drinking. What are you drinking? Do you hear that? Yeah. What does it look like? It looks like uh, ginger ale or like something lemony. It is white wine and diet Mountain Dew. Wow, what is that called? It's called I Ain't Sleeping Tonight. Really? I don't know. Yeehaw! It's wow. like I Fuck My Sister. I don't know what it's called, but it's some... <laughs> it's called the I Fuck My Sister? Yeah, it's some uh, I love that. I'd like an I Fuck My Sister on the Rocks. So that's right? like a Drew Drogi drink when it's Drew does some... that sketch. Yeah. It that's an inside joke. It looks like it should joke. come out of a jug with I know. Did you just invent it. that? Well, yes, because uh, I tonight I had somebody over and we were drinking white wine, and I and he was like, well, I don't want to drink too much wine. I was like, well, don't me. I can dilute it. I've got some 7-Up. And he was like, what? And I go, well, that's just a wine cooler. And he goes, really? That's all a wine cooler is? This is what happens when you date really young kids. I guess so. They don't understand that wine coolers, they just think it's a magical beverage. I wouldn't have known. Like Dr. Pepper. Like, I what do you mean that's half Coke, is. half root beer? I don't know. Yeah. Like, they don't know. They just think it's their yeah, its own like thing. Yeah, like red so, and blue make purple? Yeah, they, he never knew that. And so I yeah. was like, yeah, all the wine cooler is is 7-Up and wine. I wouldn't have known that. And then, But maybe like berry flavor or cherry yeah. juice. But essentially right. – and so I was like, here, taste this. And I had white wine, and it was Diet 7-Up. And he was like, oh, my God, this is so good. It's, like, really light and refreshing, but, like, good, and it's good with food. I'm like, yeah. Did he go, <sighs> It's called a fucking spritzer, you faggot. Right? <laughs> yeah. And um, and then, but I only had one Diet 7-Up left, and now I've got all these Diet Mountain Dews. And so. So you're mixing it up with the dew. <laughs> I think that's exciting. I had to finish off what was left in that big jug of white wine. Yeah. That was all left over from my show. See, that's the thing. I had right. all that. I had a bunch of giant liter and a half jugs. Now, did of you make money on the bar part? Did you do okay? a little? A little. But I mean, I was only charging three dollars for beer and wine, yes. and two dollars for soda and water. Uh-huh. So it's not. I mean, you know, I made. I probably made fifty or a hundred bucks right. over the four over like the whole month. Right. On what I paid for the bar, like right. it, it probably I probably spent about two hundred dollars on bar stuff and yeah. made three hundred dollars. All right. Ish. Well, let the record reflect that Tony Tripoli, I shit my pants at the fake gallery, was a triumph. Thank you. It, it was, was a triumph. triumph of attendance and performance, and everyone loved it. I was at spinning class today, and two of my friends said, oh, we went and saw your roommate's really? show. And I was like, how did you know about it on Facebook? You'd work the fuck out of Facebook. You <sighs> got on there, and you worked it out, and I want you to help me work it out for Mismatch, because we've got Mismatch coming out. Yeah. Mar- May 7th, 8th, and 9th. And- I plugged the mismatch in my Tony Triple A Ship My Pants. Uh, Email? Yeah. No. In really? That, what do they call it? A event page? Yeah. I said, and don't forget, mismatch okay, coming good. up. 
Um, because yeah. I also have comedy Deborah Praver and I yes. are doing Casita del Campo here in Silver Lake on the 23rd and 24th of April this month. All right, I have to check so that out. So just one Friday night. I love Saturday Debbie Praver. Um, she was speaking, she was my original spinning teacher that I loved, so it all ties together. It sure does. But uh, how do you feel now that the show is over? How do you feel like it went? Was it everything you wanted it to be? Yeah, it went great. There was the second performance. Um, I did the 14th, 21st, 28th, and then April 4th. Yeah. So the 21st of March um, was the weakest performance. Of was the that four. the one where your dad was? No. That was the one that uh, Coco Peru was at and Michael uh, Warwick. I was there, and, I think. Was that the one I was um, late for the bar? Yes. And we went out. That was Gay's Meatball Night? Maybe because I went with Jesse. I don't think so. I don't think that was gazing me. Anyway, mm. the point is, it was the second show, okay, and that was the one that was hardest. And he hadn't turned the air conditioner on, right? Or, nor had he turned on the fans overhead. And it just shortly after the show started, I had a great opening, and then the audience. I just really lost the audience, and I realized they were all fanning themselves with the postcards. Oh shit! And when people are hot and sweaty, they just don't. Yeah, they're not. That so yeah. it was. I definitely was cognizant of the feeling of dragging the show uphill as opposed to normally it feels like after the first couple minutes you're coasting downhill and it's just fun and it's great and it's magical but still that was still you know a perfectly fine show that's the worst that ever happens yeah it was great thank you i feel really great about it and i will have the dvds by the end of this next week fantastic and um and I'm trying And who are you going to give them to? Just people well, that can I'm book you in different to, places. I want to play Provincetown. Amazing. I've never been to P-Town ever. It's amazing. So I want to maybe try to get in there this summer, although I'm yes. told that maybe everything is already booked. But, Could be. Um, and I want to do some me. other cities. I want to do Seattle, Portland, Denver, San Francisco. Um, I'm, I have a booking in Virginia in like the end of June. That's exciting. Um, yeah. So I want to just take the show some other places. So anyone, any of our podcast listeners, if you have a small gay-themed you know, probably nonprofit you theater play. Yes. in your town. You could um, play in a club too. Let me know. Well, not a nightclub, but a theater. Yeah. But I'm not going to stand in a gay bar where people didn't know there was a show and try to yell over people. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm just not going to do it. Right. Um. But yeah, so I'm really glad. Now, what's the gig great. in Virginia? It's just it's a, it's a it small, for the minors. It's a small gay theater <laughs> there, and you know between. Show you know, but while they before you know when they're done with Naked Boys singing and before they do before Gay um, Nude Phantom of the Opera, Gay Nude, fa- uh, gay nude like, the oh, Most Happy Fella, yeah, they have a one dark week, <laughs> yeah, uh, and not the dark week where it's all the all black cast of Gay Nude Naked Boys singing yeah. either. I mean, yeah, the yeah, week yeah. after that. So, oh, speaking of dark week and sexy blacks, yeah, Isaiah Mustafa was on the dish today. Who is he? He is the sexy black man in the Old Spice commercial that oh, says, right, look right, at right. your man. Now look at me. Look back to me. Right. He, I Felix auditioned for that thing. I remember running the lines with him. Like It feels like three months ago. It feels like it was hardly any time at all. Wow. And now this commercial is out, and that guy is a superstar. Yeah, and Tyler Perry gave him a part in his new film. I bet he and did. He's been like shooting a bunch of pilots. and um, yeah. He came on The Dish today. And we did a like a our takeoff on that. So Danielle is saying, "Look at the camera now. Look back at me. Yeah, we're on a boat and we're making love." And he's like, "We're not on a boat." And she's like, "No, you're right. We're in bed and we just made love. And you didn't wear a condom. And so now we have one of these. And a baby lands in our arms. And he's like, "Look at me. Look at the baby. Now look back at me. That ain't my baby because <laughs> it's a white baby. Right. And all this stuff happens. 
and it ends. Then basically Daniel is like, look over there. Keep looking. Keep, keep looking. Okay. No, really seriously. Keep looking. And you can tell that she's like wiggling around and doing something. And then the camera pulls back. She goes, okay, I'm ready. And the camera pulls back and she goes, I'm on a zebra. And she's on this giant full size zebra that we rented for $500. And it's a really funny little commercial spoof. One take. Fantastic. One take. Isaiah Mustafa, ladies and gentlemen, one take. He's a one take wonder. That's we've right. Never, we've had all these guests, Fran Drescher, Michael Galanis, Marissa Jertwin-Oker, you know, Juliana DePandy. Isaiah Mustafa, one take. Yes, he's hungry. And he's then been kicking around. we were like, will you do some little of the things, the intros to the clip closet that we have yeah. these little videos? And he goes, would you like me to take my shirt off? And we were like, yes, we would. Yes, we would. Yes, we would. And he, he took that shirt right off and he climbed up on that zebra <laughs> And was like, I'm on a zebra in your clip closet. Like he was so game and wonderful and I love insanely it. sexy and really boyish and nice and grateful and so. Did his did he trip your gaydar? Uh, he is for sure not gay. Oh okay, all right. Good for him though. That's exciting. He was great. Yeah. Um. So you have big news. Well, yeah. I this was a rough week. Uh, you know you're in trouble <laughs> when you cry at the end of Hot Tub Time Machine. You know it's, oh, wow. you're having a dark time. Is that worse than me? Because I just tonight watched Marley and Me and didn't cry at all. I right. thought it was fucking terrible. That... And I'm mad at it. And everyone else in the world cried. So well, I guess Hot Tub Time Machine crying is worse. Go ahead. Yes. It was my friend Brett's birthday. And for his birthday, some of us went to brunch. And then we went and saw Hot Tub Time Machine. And I was not having a good week. I was having all my anxiety and my body aches and my freak outs. And uh, then I was crying at the end of Hot Tub Time Machine. But here's why. It's about, <laughs> here. you know, there's like, you know, dick jokes and all that hangover stuff, yeah. which is fun. But it's ultimately about friends in their 40s who are having a hard time who help each other. And I was like, you know, it got to me. Wow. At one point, Rob Corddry's like, he was suicidal call in the beginning. Hot Tub Comedy Couch? Hot Tub Comedy Couch. And Rob Corddry tries to commit suicide at the beginning. And then <laughs> I'm explaining the plot of Hot Tub Time Machine. And then at the end, he's like freaking out and they're, you know, I don't know. They're trying to get him to go back and he's bummed out again or whatever. And John Cusack's like, no, man, your bullshit's my bullshit. And I was like, yeah, it is, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Well, let me just say for the record, your bullshit is your bullshit. <laughs> so, well, stop trying to lay that shit on me. <laughs> and just before then, I had given Brett a gift certificate to one of his favorite stores and he wouldn't take it. Wouldn't take it. What do you mean he wouldn't take it? He wouldn't take it. He goes, I know it. I'm privy to your sitch. I'm not going to take it. I don't need it. Wouldn't take it. So can you use the gift certificate? Yeah, I guess. I guess I'm going to. <laughs> it wasn't even for that much. You know, it was like, but anyway. Well, so, that's really nice. It is really nice because my bullshit's your bullshit. Not my bullshit. <laughs> uh-uh. So there's that. <laughs> but on, um, Thursday, Thursday I saw my official psychiatrist who can prescribe things. Yeah. And he is a specialist with addictions, but he works with regular people who aren't addicted. and <laughs> Who are just dicks. Who are just dicks. And um, I and – the, and the survey says – Zoloft. Ding, 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 ding. We have a match. We're going to do a little of that. I did a quarter today. (laughs) And we're going to do a quarter. Like, I do a little quarter, and then we're going to kind of work up, and we're going to see how that does. Yeah. Because we figure I'm about 80% anxiety, 20% depression. And uh, 
but it was just good to talk to a professional about stuff and as opposed to me as opposed to you <laughs> a layman yes as opposed to a layman because <laughs> i had those numbers all different yeah, but yeah, okay yeah. 80 20 fine and, i'll and go with you know it what? and then the chick at the coffee bean's sick of it too i know you i know? had it 80 60. were you is there is there a flaw in and my that's math your pet peeve is there something yeah. wrong with that um Turns out, you know what? There's no such thing as a nervous breakdown. That's not a clinical term. Hmm. It's something that Jacqueline Suzanne made up. Psychic or break? Maybe, yeah, but it's a different thing. Like An a episode? nervous breakdown, yeah, is not a real thing. And I was like, oh, well, then what happened? Yeah. What did I do? A duty? <laughs> and you said, really? Because I have this video of me on Wednesday. <laughs> wow, that, that's... Actually, really... this, if you might want to look at the security footage of me in your lobby, in your waiting because room. <laughs> I think it could be I close. think I could prove that wrong. Oh, my God. Like, Sunday was the darkest. Sunday was the, you know, where it goes from fear to terror. It's I was so nervous, weird. and I broke it down. Yeah. It was a breakdown right? to Chinatown. Holy shit, man. But um, I, when did I see um, my friend Guy? He gave me the book Eat, Pray, Love. Right. And. That was Monday. Was it Monday? you saw him, maybe? I think it's, uh, it probably was. Because we talked about it Wednesday, and you'd already read the whole book. But. I haven't read it all. I'm still in. I'm still in India. She goes to Italy, <laughs> India. She. I'm still somewhere in praying, but I've finished eating because you want to eat first. Well, you're not done. And either. you know, it's kind of like a bestseller, and everyone's talking about it. And Oprah's got her stink all over it. That fucking book felt like a gift from God to me. Did you I cry more? Reading. In that, then you didn't hot tub time machine. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I tried about the same, but the intensity of the eat, pray, love. Yeah. I would finish a, a paragraph and close it, and then just kind of, you know, mm. and uh, well, because of the way she describes falling apart, and also feeling like, oh, this isn't. I didn't invent this. I'm not. You know, it makes you feel less alone the way she writes it and she talks about medications like it was really like it was i felt like a gift from god wow. slash guy uh at that time did it, she mention my el pollo loco no wow she didn't, okay. she didn't do that yeah because that's a gift from god too right oh and you know what else it made me want to write because i reminded me of the power that your words can have on somebody like if i can do something kind of like that a little bit for somebody then that's incredibly yeah that is powerful that, i don't even want to do a joke about that that really is fantastic that's true. it was it's a great and then at the same time somebody else another friend of mine sent me the ted talk where elizabeth mitchell talks about creativity have you uh -huh. seen any of those ted talks no, no i've not they're sort of lectures and they're all sort of smarty pants people and well, it sure sounds fun. Yeah, but they're profound and um, moving and funny and whatever. And and on the same day I was reading Eat, Pray, Love, um, tearing that co borrowed copy up, um, they sent me this thing. So I have a little bit of I have a little bit of uh, Elizabeth Mitchell uh, obsession right now. And um, I'm glad we're doing this podcast post my doctor visit. Because I think before I would have been really freaked out. Well, let's be honest. What? What were the chances of doing that podcast the other night when we had planned on it? Well, I think I was ho hopped up on Xanax, Yeah, you right? were. Yeah, yeah, you were. It was my special co-host on the podcast, Paula Abdul. <laughs> and there was no way I and was going to. I did a lot of this. To... 
you were, and you were like, no, we can totally do it. And I was like, we totally can't do it. And you go, no, we totally can do it. I feel right. fine. And it was like, wow. Right. Well, I also got to I'm find out even putting from my doctor, because I, you know, the Xanax that I had been given was for anxiety attacks, but you're not supposed to take them all the time. You know what I mean? Like but, three or four in a day. Right. Right. But I was only taking a 0.25. I was taking right. half of a thing. Like once a day, and then toward the as the week went on, or Sunday things got rough. I needed it more, and I felt horrible about it. And I'm not. I don't want to so take it. So you were it. taking a half dose. Yes, I was taking 0.5, which is one thing. But the doctor was like, "Please, that's nothing." Yeah. And what if you, you need it, Mormon? take it. Yeah, like I know. So it was like he took the visiting the doctor took away my uh, said to me, "If I need it, take it," because you know my body hurts. Well, it seems like someone body else aches. said that to you. I know you did. Yeah, I did. Yes. I said, take as Other many people as you want have said, for the next couple of weeks. Yes. You're not going to be a junkie after two weeks. Get right. through this. You're being supervised. We're all watching you. Right. It's not like you're going to, you know, start turning tricks for a half right. a bar. Like, you know. We... But, but at the same time, people have said, oh, yeah, that's addictive. Like, I've heard different things. So it was nice to hear okay. a professional say, you know what? Let yourself off the hook about that shit. So uh, I got a little – I've got – we're going to try a little Zoloft, take the edge off, and we'll see how that goes. And uh, I, I think I got a little Klonopin, too. Klonopin? Uh, yeah. Jesus, but your I doctor is it. no joke. No, he's no joke. But he, it's Was Axl like... Rose in the waiting room? Like, <laughs> no. Did you see – like, I, I can't – That's but incredible. That's is this more... Andy Dick was a referral? Like, no. how did you find this – Klonopin. Well, I think it's Klonopin. It's like Xanax, but longer lasting. It's right? like Xanax, but for killer whales. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. I haven't taken it, and I may not. The, but the great thing is, it's all on my copay. So, um, see, I don't know what to make of all of this. No, stuff. look, I'm joking about Klonopin. I know that it is, you know, maybe like one of the more severe drugs and stuff. But like, it really is. I mean, it's. We have other friends that take it. Uh huh. Um, because that happens to be the one that works right. for her, and it's not like at oh, all like, like she's I was a thinking of somebody yeah. else. So anyway, um, by the way, I just feel like I might need to issue an apology because I ate a fortune cookie right. while you were talking about that, and I don't think the mic picked it up. But if the mic, if you heard crunching or chewing or me enjoying anything. That's so horrible to do in someone's ear, and I apologize. Right. You know, in case that. <laughs> Were the case because right. I hate every other person on Earth's food sounds, and then here Not I was now. But here I am chomping into a microphone, yeah. so that's terrible of me. So, do you have an email? Um, I do have an email, and this is from our friend Norma. She's the best. We love Norma. She sends me uplifting things that mean a lot to me. Well, that's good. And right. here's another one. Uh, she says, "Hi, Dennis and Tony." The the subject line is, uh, "Why won't these feet stay put?" Hi, Dennis and Tony. I just listened to the podcast, and I love when Dennis suggested that Tony's tonsil drug may have been the reason that the guy got his foot fucked off. I was thinking the very same thing. Then I was listening to Seth Rudetsky. Does everyone know who Seth Rudetsky is? Seth hosts the uh, Broadway channel on Sirius OutQ. And, and he's just a hilarious, hilarious, funny, he's funny guy. He does this great deconstruction of every Broadway thing. and. And so anyway, she says, I'm listening to Seth Rudetsky on Saturday, and I don't remember the actor's name, but he was in South Pacific, and he was talking about how gay he is, even though he's actually straight. 
He was playing in the Broadway softball softball league, which I think was supposed to be the straight part, and he somehow twisted his ankle 180 degrees. He looked down, and his foot wasn't there because it was pointing the other way. They rushed him to the hospital because they only had 20 minutes to save his foot, and I guess the pain medicine had, hadn't kicked in. So as they were holding him down and twisting his ankle back into place, he yelled out, Hello, Dolly! Well, hello, Dolly! I wonder if he was on strong antibiotics at the time. This seems to be a far more prevalent issue than originally thought. So I... Why did he yell out, hello, Dolly? Because he's a theater queen, even though he may be a heterosexual. Right, but I, does it tie into not having a foot? Is, is he no. just being... It, he could have, just like, it could have been anything. You'll be swell! Yeah, it could have You'll been... Be yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it one of been. those, like, big belty... Who's that down? It's gonna be my turn, whatever it is. I forget. <laughs> I wanted to do Rose's turn, but I don't know. Me! <laughs> Me! I don't know that shit. Nothing's gonna arm you. No. Not what I've right. There's this place in um, in uh, Greenwich Village called Maria's Crisis, and I went there once or twice when I was working in New York, and it's like a, a piano bar where they sing Broadway tunes around the piano. Kind of fun, right? Not interested. I know you're not interested, but I'm kind of interested. But then when I go there, they always pick the squarest, like, <laughs> mid-century... Uh, when you're come, a jet, you're a jet. Not, that's all hipper the way than what they pick. That's hipper. No, they pick like um, oh shit, like everything's coming up roses. Like, and I'm like, oh, would it kill you to do a little Stephen Schwartz? Yeah. Would it kill you to do a little? You know. Wow, they're doing numbers from the Grass Harp. Yeah, no, like just... no, she loves me, and I know I love like super square, <laughs> like the squarest of the square. That's and I went from this is fun. We're all singing around. And suddenly I fucking hate these suddenly songs. Suddenly it's shapoopy, shapoopy. I hate that. I hate. Yes. So I, I love the idea of a gay musical piano bar, but that song. I think it might be fun to go into this bar and have a cocktail. Shapoopy, let's leave. Give me the fuck. Out. Yeah. It was just that there I'm was not a very much. I wish I could think of more examples, but it was a, you know. So I watched Marley and Me tonight. Yes. And who pops up halfway through the film when Marley goes for a jog on the beach? Alec Mappa. Oh, yeah. I remember he was in that. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's in Blockbusters. Yep, he is. I love him so goddamn much. He's and a peach. He was just in that movie and he was great. Um,. But Ugly Betty's over, so that sucks. Over. Done. Vanessa Williams is P.R. What do you think about the Mark Cherry lawsuit? Well, I don't know. I haven't read that much about it, but basically she's saying he hit Nicolette her in the face. Sheridan is saying that he slapped her in the face and head after she questioned a line during a rehearsal. Was her face in one part of the room and her head Apparently, was in the other Apparently, her, her, so, face, her face was still in its trailer. <laughs> he slapped and, her in the face, walked across the room, and hit her in hit the head. Hit her in the head, went in the trailer, up the stairs, got her face out of the jar, slapped it too. Because <laughs> with those ladies, you got to clarify. It's totally... You know it, what? One of them was on the Warner Brothers yeah. lot and one was on the Fli Universal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marsha, you need to take it on the chin. Oh, boy. I'll, I'll go get it. Yeah. And then I will. I'll head to Burbank Airport. <laughs> we'll fly over, land, find your chin, you take it on the chin. <laughs> you know what? And then I'll come back. Terry, and I think it would be really day. great in this case if you turn the other cheek. Okay. Here's Not what's your gonna third happen. one. We're going to go on Skype. We're going to go on Skype. And it may be if one of your kids can get your cheek out of the attic. <laughs> and then we're going to just fucking turn it. All right? Um. <laughs> 
Oh, Felicity Huffman? No, no, you look like shit. That's fine. No, you're all here. You're all here. You're all good. I can hit you right here. This doesn't apply to you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. This doesn't apply to you. Have fun at craft service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Fuck. But so, yeah, I love that Mark Cherry. Sounds like he hit her, right? He for sure hit her. Right, okay. Like, Nicolette Sheridan is probably the one person on that show that will likely work again after the show is over. You think? Yes, I think she'll for someone would for sure cast her in something. No, that's cool. I mean, and I think so they're all the equally idea, good. You're I, really burning a major bridge if you sue ABC for twenty million dollars because of Mark Cherry, and because I think it's actually ABC that is getting sued, not Mark. I think in both specific, of them or somebody. Yeah. Somebody was named because they didn't do anything about but, it. But I mean, it's like you know, this is a big bridge burning essentially. So I just don't think someone would do that unless they thought. No, I've got to, it's got to be done. I don't know. I feel like. Well, also, there was a, I didn't read the entry, but, but in the Times today, they said on the blog, it was like, okay, she's got this suit. Why now? Why not? Because she'd been, this happened like a year ago, right? Well, she then was written off the show, and I think she's been off the show for yeah. just a few months, six months. I don't know. I haven't watched that show. I find yeah. them, you know, unwatchable. You know what I hated about, hate about it? I hate the narration. I can't abide it. Like the first season, I was like, I don't like this. I don't like this Mary Alice narration. I can't handle Terry Hatcher's bad fiscal comedy. I can't she's handle her falling out of a window naked Susan's, with just a towel. She's just a klutz, Tom. Does she have an inner ear disorder? <laughs> what is going on? Is she, daytime drinking? She's the what is klutz. the Oh, God. Yeah. I'm so sick of that. Maybe if she ate a sandwich and kept it down. How about yeah. that? Um, is it maybe just that nausea? Is it just garden variety nausea? Is that all it is? She's just disoriented. I was at the Desperate Housewives offices because I was visiting a friend for lunch who worked Universal? near there at Universal. And, in the uh, bungalows. We kind of popped our heads in there, and there was a mural of all the different housewives. And it was a new ad campaign that I hadn't seen, and I was like, ooh, that's cool. And basically somebody that was there, like the receptionist, said, yeah, they, they don't shoot those all together. Like they haven't those women haven't been photographed at the same time. Wow. Since, Since the, the one time fair yeah. shitstorm. <laughs> they learned that lesson. Yeah. And I think the receptionist was like, Yeah, they got rid of Nicolette. Like there was a Nicolette part and you know, some guy huh. came in and just like you know, her. Michael Beck and Xanadu with the yeah. big posters. He just put an apple right over her. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but it was kinda like that had to happen. Why is it the four girls and Mike the plumber? Don't ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't ask. That's amazing. Kate Goslin yeah, uh, is on Dancing with the Stars. And is a tard. And is the reason to watch it. Well, first of all, Pamela Anderson, who I've always loved, mm-hmm. is I will, I will ba- back that up. You have always loved it, and such a better dancer than any of us thought. And also a sex bomb. Like her mystique as a sex symbol is no joke. It's never ending. It's no joke. She can do. She can sex up anything. And but, but you feel it in your cock and balls. Yes. Yeah. And my you know, gay my, cock and balls. <laughs> your gay cock and balls. And also, even if you've done a quarter Zoloft. Yeah. It's your first day. Really? You still, still? <laughs> you're numb everywhere but your cock and balls because of the Pamela Anderson. It's true. Wow. Yeah. That's, you know what? That feels like that's some kind of a testimonial yeah. that she would want to put on her website. Yeah. I'm gay and took half a Xanax, and I still feel a tingle I, in my I, cock I, and balls. Yeah, but she was in the bottom two that first. Like, people don't, I, people don't like the pretty girls on there, too. I much. don't believe that the bottom two are actually the two lowest vote getters. Oh, you think they're fucking with us? I think it's the lowest vote getter and then someone the producers pick. To stir up shit. To add drama. Because if you look on any of the websites that they have like 
what's it called? Idle tracker or yeah, yeah, yeah. idle dial or something. Is that yeah. one website that's always been 100% accurate right. about American Idol. And they track busy signals nationwide, which Ooh, the more busy signals you have, that. the more people are calling. Wow. And they show that Kate Gosselin is getting like 43% of the votes. Why do like people she's like coming her? in like first or second? Like there's no way she's bottom two. Even with her low scores, there's no way she could even mathematically Why be bottom two. Why do people like her? Do women, because American I think, women, no, relate to her? I think a lot of people are calling because they want to keep watching her dance badly for another couple weeks. Really? I think we've it's lost the vote for the worst. Yeah, thing? I think people have stopped going. I like this person on Idol, so I'm going to really support them. And now I think more people vote for the person that makes them feel good about themselves. And I want you to the, fucking clumsy fucking club foot cha-cha-cha again plomp, next plomp, week plomp. because it makes me feel about cheating on my diet this afternoon with yeah. the girls when we went for Froyo. Yeah. Like, I really feel like that's what's happening in Americans' heads now. But but Kate Gosselin just got two more shows. So there must be some appeal. Well, I mean, we are in a real train wreck sort of culture right yeah. now. But I love watching her do that lurching cumbersome lumbering angry stiff-legged that she does yeah and i love that they slowed fucking paparazzi down that poor yeah. black lady the poor black singer with the necklace on her head yeah is back there in the orchestra pit with harold wheeler and they've slowed you know you're I'm your biggest fan. I love this love i like, love that tony almost killed Almost killed her with his bare hands. He is the single person in America right now whose story I would like to hear the most. Yeah. More than Tiger Woods, more than Jesse James. Right. I want to hear everything that Tony Davalani's got to say. Yeah. Because I feel like we'll never hear it all. Yeah. And I feel like he's a good guy because I ran into him in a gay bar in Phoenix, Arizona. Right. A couple years ago. Even though he's married and has a couple kids, I think he might be a full-on hetero guy that just grew up in the dance world and is totally fine going to a gay bar one afternoon because yeah. he has friends in town or whatever. Yeah, drop something on the floor. But I said hi to him, and he was very nice to me and wasn't, yeah. like, acting busted or anything. And, right. And it was a country gay bar, and he was wearing jeans and a cowboy hat. That's right. So is it was, you... like, any excuse for a theme. Did he do the Rhythm of the Road clogging dance, which I know oh, and can Jesus. do? It's very good. I don't know what that is. It's the big clogging number that they do at Oil Can Harry's. Well, there's a lot of big numbers that they do yeah, at Oil true. Can Harry's, wow. and a lot of people there are clogged. So yeah. I don't it's very really true. recall. Um, well, I got to meet Louis Van Amstel, as I said, at the uh, party. Another of my favorite things this week on Dancing with the Stars. Did he do DWTS is so much better this season than Idol. Yeah, well, DWTS got has a great cast this time. Interesting cast. And Idol does Pam not. Anderson, yeah. And Idol is not. If you don't have dreadlocks and a missing tooth, you don't got yeah. much chance to win it this year no. over on Idol. No. Um, although I've been enjoying watching it with, uh, like, Brett and Danny and Stacy and Jerry. and you Well, know, they're fun people. They're fun people, and there's usually pizza and salad. And, oh, my God, pizza. Uh, it's good. And... Uh, but 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 Big Mike almost got voted out this week, and he's a good singer. And they saved him, but now they have to eliminate two next week. Right. Well, that's not really a save, is it? Well, it's a save for him. It, yeah, but then it should be business as usual. Right. You were saved. That was close. But now there's a double elimination next well, week, so... I guess they plan the season, and they can't, you know. <sighs> so anyways... 
Yeah, I miss Paula and her nuttiness. I, I feel like Idol, especially like last weekend, was kind of like an uncomfortable Thanksgiving dinner where the family's kind of fighting and well, there was a Simon's scene in the kitchen his before. And yeah. Karen, there's a weird dynamic between Karen and Ellen and Ryan and I, you know, Randy. I feel like there's weird vibes and it's kind of like, um, well, I feel like going to finish those potatoes. Randy yeah. is the only one that doesn't have something else to do. Yeah. Everyone else, like Simon's already working on X Factor. Ellen's yeah. got her show. Kara's writing songs and producing. Yeah. Ryan's got 16 other jobs. And then Randy's like, no, no, I'm here. Yeah. Just whenever. I'm just, I'll just be here in my chair. Yeah. I'm just going to have a snack. He's so fucking boring. Oh, God. He's a snooze. But it's a bad season on Idol when Cara Diaguardi is the most interesting person. Yeah. And she and has, she has interesting been interesting things to say. Yeah. For she's sure. been the most interesting one this year. Yeah. Um, so, Tuesday night. Uh, probably against Idol, I don't know, is the premiere of The Big Gay Sketch Show, season three, which I worked on a year ago. Can you believe that shit? That's exciting. I know, and there's a party on Tuesday night that you're invited to. Do you have an American Idol sketch? We do. We did one called um, American Idol's Lost Judges Moments. It's a DVD of great judges moments that were on the cutting room floor. And it's already actually aired online because they – Leaked it when Paula Abdul quit as kind of a tease. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. We worked on it. It evolved a lot and stuff like that. I worked on it with Craig Chester, and there's some funny stuff in it. Um, Nicole Payon does a really good uh, Cara, the Aguardi. Excellent. And, uh, but I wanted it to be – my original pitch was that it was lost mentoring sessions with other celebrities yeah. that you never saw. Like Britney going, go, yeah. <laughs> Try it again. <laughs> like that weird Brit trying to teach yeah. like a really good singer, Certain, like yeah, like Britney trying to coach Carrie Underwood. I'm going totally. Yeah, no, try it again. It's Prince going. Wow, <laughs> yeah, wow. just like crazy. doing that yeah. wow. I don't know. I can't even do it. And uh, R. Kelly was going. Now sing la la, sing fa fa. Now pee on me. <laughs> oh Jesus, just stuff like that. But that didn't make it. It evolved. But there is that idle thing. But yeah, you can come to the party on Tuesday night in Hollywood. Anyone can come. It's at the Capital City on Kawanga between 7 and 10 on That's a fun Tuesday place. night. I know. There's going to be TV screens and folks around and uh, we'll, you know, watch it. So set your TiVos. I had um, a Facebook situation Uh-oh. this week. Well, you have 4,000 fucking friends, so I, it's not a surprise. So, um... Basically, I've mentioned that, try as I might, I might not completely be over Eric as much as I want to be. Right. And I'm receiving a lot of heat for that. A lot of the podcast listeners are putting pen to paper. Saying, and get over it. Telling me to, yes. And But I had two people this week that sent me friend requests and said... Um, I'm a big fan of the comedy couch, and I think you're great and all, but the only reason I'm friending you is because I want to see what this fucking Eric looks like. <laughs> oh. Two separate people that I don't think know one another. Wow. Said that. You've turned him into a mythological character. He's your own Jason. He's the Kraken. He, the what? <laughs> He's the Kraken, as in release the Kraken. I don't know what that is. It's Clash of the Titans. It's the oh, only, number one picture in the country. No, I don't but care. Yeah, you should I was at Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> crying. Dabbing my Crying eyes. your eyes out. Yeah. Like it was up. My bullshit's your bullshit. <laughs> it's not my bullshit. And, it totally uh, is. Not. That's the problem. It is. And, it needs um, to be. But 
I've been Facebook friends with Eric. Right. For maybe two weeks now. Right. And I don't read the wall page or the update page or the home page. His. Anyone's. Like that right. page where you have like your choices are your home page or your profile. Right. Or something else. I guess, yeah. Like home is the one that's just everybody's fucking nonsensical drivel that just fucking puts me in a bad mood. Yeah. Because people literally take the time to type the most inane fucking nonsense or stuff that they think is really clever that so isn't. Right. So that just bums me. I can't go to that page. Right. But basically, somehow or another, there was an update from Eric that day before yesterday, and it kind of sent me into a shame spiral. You cannot. Like it sent me into like oh, a... Oh, you have to hide them. <laughs> you have to hide them. But it wasn't... All it said was, here's where I work, um, you know, every day, like smiley face or something. And it was the Glee cast on Oprah. And it was the section of that where Oprah gets the behind-the-scenes look at like the Glee sets because they shoot it on Paramount. I see. And that's where he works. In HR, by the way. Right. Like it's not like he's on the set well, rubbing shoulders all, with Sue Sylvester re- every day. Like I, yeah. you're in HR, dude, sitting behind a computer. Yeah. Well, I resent anyone that types, here's where I work. I'm already <laughs> pissed. No, but the whole idea of like I'm on the studio where it's happening yeah. and then it's like, well I hate people in their happiness updates. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I can't. It bumps me out. And um and but yeah, so it wasn't even like here's me and my boyfriend doing whatever no. like it wasn't even like that, but it's the littlest thing can send you right. <sighs> yeah, man. The and littlest fucking thing. So uh, and I don't have any Zoloft. So well, or you Xanax, can borrow some of mine. So um Clonopin, oh yeah. Yeah. Type away, Eric. Right. I got some clonopin in the house. Don't, you have to hide. Yeah. Um, you don't want to hear so that. So, yeah. Updates. So, that was just a thing. It's a so. minefield, the F book. It is. And, I, you know, I definitely, you know, I've had a lot of people sending really nice emails that are really, you know, flattering and nice and all that. And I've, you know, I've met a lot of new people to have dates with or whatever, you know. Um, but there's definitely, like, it's all happening in the shadow of. This, other, do you know what I mean? And that, so I, that's it's not, all trumped by that. That's not the best way to live your life. And I feel like I'm trying to be like part of the solution and not part of the problem. But I don't know. Maybe I'm doing it in a shitty way. I don't know. I'm trying. So there's you're that. trying. I am. Tell, I am trying. Your bullshit's my bullshit, well, Tommy. That's true. <laughs> but what is important for you to understand is that your bullshit is, is my bullshit too. Not my bullshit. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> so yeah, you can't be going to other people's. Uh, so, yeah. It's that's yeah, it's a minefield. And like for I sure. had like this one guy came to the Tony Triple A shit my pants yes. show and then came out to dinner with us and yes and you know was too young for me and because I keep I seem to be a magnet for twenty three year olds and and you know and I was like look dude it's, I appreciate you flirting with me but it's just not gonna happen you're too young and he was like well. That's kind of close-minded of you, and I, you know, I have my shit together, and I own, you know, five businesses, and I'm blibbity blop and dibbity do, and, and I was like, all right, fine, let's go out, and so we have a date, and I was like, look, I've got all this wine left over from the show. Do you want to come over and have a glass of wine one night after work? And literally right out of the gate, he's 23 years old, and he's like, ugh, well, what kind of wine is it? 
oh gosh, do you drink this? You drink this? And like, like he was too good for the wine at 23. Like, yeah. he was so... Every, you know we live in the valley. Just right? everything. He was just superior to everything. And, and I was like, well, so you said you own fine businesses. What are they? Ugh. I, the last thing I want to talk about is work. Like, well, we're kind of, we're like kind of on a date. Like we're trying to get to know each other. Yeah. That's a big, like if you own five businesses, yeah. that's kind of a, probably a big part of your life. Right. Like, I, right. He was just douchey. Yeah. He was asshole. And then we like tried to like make out and, and did I tell you this part? We were, know. we were kissing. Cause I thought, well, maybe if we're like making out, maybe he's uncomfortable. Yeah. You won't have so much to say with my dick in his mouth. No, but what I thought was maybe it's that everyone's uncomfortable on a first date. And so maybe he's puffing himself up and having this big facade. Right, right, right. Because I go into this weird pleasing mode and then he's like puffed up and everything's impossible. So now I'm trying to please him, but he's impossible to please. And that's an unwinnable dynamic. So we start making out and I think, okay, well maybe this will like break some of the tension or whatever. And we're kissing and I say something like, oh, oh, what it was was he, he has kind of a buzz haircut. And I was, we were kissing and I was like rubbing his head and I go, oh, I really wanted to rub your head the other night. But it was like we were kissing. So I was like, oh yeah, I really wanted to rub your head so bad the other night. And he goes, ugh, what is that? Why do people do that dumb whisper and like baby talk, weird, quiet voice when they're making out? Oh, that's Like a I had just said something nice. Yeah. And that's... he goes, why do they? And I'm thinking, well, because my mouth is an inch from your ear. Yeah. And so I turned the volume down. Like, oh, he's. He's a dumb. I know. So I said, you know what? I think He's you should dick. go. And he goes, now? And I go, yeah, I do. And he goes, wow, you're done already? And I go, I am. I think you should go. Good and for you. So, and then I, you, you stopped know, in the name of love. I did. And then two days later, I sent him an email on Facebook and was like, look, I don't want to be a guy that makes out with someone and then disappears. So I feel like I owe you some explanation. But right. I also don't think it could be that surprising. But you were so contrary and unpleasant. And just plain rude, right out of the gate, that it just, you know, after half an hour or an hour or however long you were there, it just, it wasn't fun anymore. And it just yeah. seemed like it was such an uphill battle yeah. that I just was like, yeah. let's just call it. Yeah. That was a good move. Ugh. You moved on. You moved on from that flaky date. Flaky date. So sometimes they can be a flaky date even when they show up. That's true. That's See? an interesting twist. Yeah. You get the calories. Oh god, but that's not the, the worst. fun. That's weird. Yeah. What about you? What's going on with uh, with the men in your life? Oh shit. Well, I had a drink the other night with somebody I had a crush on, but I don't think it's gonna be that thing because he told me he didn't want a boyfriend at the date. But it was nice, you know. Well, did he say he he didn't want a boyfriend, but we can still play with each other's holes? No. Or... He did that thing where. Um, he took it to a professor. He's a, a publicist. So he took it to a professional place. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I want to, I want you to do something about this movie and da 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 da. Okay. So, but you know, he but was. But that's work. Yeah. Which but is still but the, well, when I first kind of connected with him, he had flirty eyes, big time. Right. And so, you know, uh, so this was more of like, like we finally got together for a drink, but I don't think it's gonna go there. And when you're about to go on Zoloft the next day, you're not going to push it. No. Yeah, you're not going to be like. Absolutely not. You know, you know, you just don't have the confidence. Well, and um, you were Paula Abdul that night, probably. You don't even know it. So I might have been. You may have just. Been I might like... have been a cold-hearted snake. <laughs> but I did after we had a drink at Akbar. I did go to the the McDonald's and have um, 
an ice cream cone that was dipped in chocolate. Fuck, wow. that's good. Yeah, you were living large. I, I was living La Vida Loco. tried to get a shamrock shake, and they're gone. Is it over now? Done. Wow. Boy, that is, that is short-lived. It is literally the month of March, I guess. And then they they're don't done. Give you... They don't give a fuck. So. I had lunch with Russell Davies. Did I tell you about that? I think that's great. And I, I like him very him much. And He's... I love that he loves you. He is one of the nicest people. You would not think, based on the way he acts and interacts, that he would have done all that he's done. He's not the least bit, like, cocky or, oh, he's lovely and sweet and has a good sense of humor. Because he's not from here. Because he's not from here. And, yeah. And the reason he came to the States is because he, between Doctor Who and Torchwood in the UK, excuse me, shows that he created in the UK, he's done – He's done all you can do there. Like, he's gone as high as he can go. Yeah. So he was like, I'm going to go give America a try. That's great. Yeah. So he was really nice. And hopefully I will see more of him. And, um, yeah, he's got a, a gay theme thing that he's maybe doing. So it's one of many things. He's got a lot on his plate. That's exciting. It is exciting. And he looked at my short. He wanted to see my short. And he gave me some feedback at the, with the cut as it is oh my god that's remarkable i know well we were having lunch and i was you know and i and we were talking about it and he was like yeah i'll see it and i said well i have it in the car it's 10 minutes yeah so he gave me some he like he he's very nice though he wouldn't be he even if he hated it i don't think he would have been right like i hate it but um he's just a nice person and i like that's him great a lot. i like hearing that somebody's yes, nice he's so nice and i'm sure you will meet him at some point um, we should wrap this up. So do we you have should. anything else in your card? I wrote Tony's show, Triumph. Oh, I like that you wrote those uh, words. Um, oh, this is interesting. Well, it's not that interesting. It's When I was a little freaked out before I saw my doctor, mm -hmm. I, was, I Googled – I was looking up Xanax yes. online and learning things and hearing what other people thought. And they described general anxiety disorder – as daily worry about more than one area of your life for a period of six months or longer. And I thought, yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Do you know what I mean? But I like right. the numbers. I was like, So okay. you're looking for your photo as you scroll down yeah, the screen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was like, am I linked to this? Am I, are we Facebook is, buddies? Does this, have you poked me is yet? There a <laughs> yeah, because I felt like, yes, that's it. I have a that's poke from Xanax. Xanax. Is that a Scientology thing? I'm gonna be thing? friends, but you know what? If I what happens if I'm friends with Xanax? Oh, can boy. I still be friends with Clonopin, or is Clonopin gonna get pissed? I don't know. Well, you block them. You block Clonopin, and you all hide I know it. is you get one <laughs> fucking update from Eric, and suddenly you want Xanax, Clonopin, and, and fucking the whole thing. all of it. Yes, Ugh. and Mountain Dew and white wine. Well, I'll tell you another little thing. Like my actor that I liked so much from my short, I've dialed that down a bit. I kind of I got all caught up in the. Right, you know, rapture of the movie and all that stuff, uh -huh. whatever. But he shot a commercial this week, and um, I sent him a text saying, "Hey, I hope it went great because I knew what day it was and stuff like that." And he emailed me back, "Hey, thanks. It was great, fun shoot, um, great location, hot guys with me. Wish I could do it again tomorrow." And I was like, "Hot guy, like that 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 bummed me out." Yeah. A little bit. A total. I get that. Right. I understand. So there's that. Oh, God. Well, now we can't end on that note. Well, just in the moment. Like, I'm kind of like, that's not, that's not gonna, that's not happening. 
Yeah. But nor should it. I mean, I don't even really, you know, it's not whatever. But, um, yeah. So, tonight's uh, podcast was sponsored by VanityMark.com. <laughs> oh, my God. And Life Rap Productions. Life Rap Productions in association with Xanax. Oh, boy. Clonopin, wow. Mountain Dew. Brought to you by the letter X for Xanax. And uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. The, uh, the tearjerker, uh, uh, the surprising tearjerker of the spring. <laughs> um, so, folks, we love you for listening. Yes. I am going to go to Phoenix for the weekend. Oh, when? So, I leave it tomorrow. Jesus H, I can't keep up. And I'm going to San Diego next weekend, if anyone's down there, for the Gay exciting. Film Festival. Yes, two of my shorts are showing in the Gay Film Festival I didn't there. even know yeah. that. I know. So, what you know what that means, if you're here in L.A., it's going to be a fuck fest here at the house while Dennis is gone. <laughs> Yes. So uh, find me on who, Facebook. Who's the star? And Whoever you well, want. I don't know. Well, you haven't cast. It you're yet? gone for how many days? Are you gone? No, I'm probably going down Saturday, coming back late Sunday. But it's one two night. Days. Mm, maybe two, two nights. Days. Maybe two nights. Well, I, they're only paying for one hotel night. <laughs> I and might pay for the second. You really? I'm kidding. You, no, um, serious. But seriously, find me on Facebook. We can do this. All right. You we can, can make this happen. Have, <laughs> make it a fuck fest. I don't. I doubt it. Uh, uh, I d- you know, do you know the story about how I was dating um, TJ and he was inappropriately young for me and he was 24 at the time. And one of my favorites. And by the way, that was like three or four years ago. So really, he's one of my favorites. with inflation, the- he's actually older than some of the people that I right. dated recently. Just but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like but him. he said, he was like, I was like, what do you want to do Friday night? And he goes, I think it would be fun to do a power hour. And I said, I don't think I can fuck for a whole hour. And he was like, you don't know what a power hour is, do you? And I go, no. And it turns out a power hour is a drinking game in college where you drink a shot of beer every 60 seconds for an hour. And so over the course of an hour, you drink like five beers, basically. But literally in my mind, it just went to sex, and but he meant a drinking game. And that really represented the difference in our relationship right there. Like, I wouldn't, nothing would ever sound like a drinking game to me because I don't play drinking yeah, games. No. I'm too old for that. I never, like, Not and, it. like on a Friday, what do you want to do on a Friday night? I'm thinking a romantic Friday night and then we have sex. And he was like a drinking game. So we get shit faced. Yeah, still though. Like, because so I remember he, he liked a little drinky drink. Yeah, no, now he has a boy. He came to the show actually. He came oh, to see so this is now. Events. When was the This when was, was years ago when we were going out that he said oh. let's do a power hour and okay. I was like I, I don't think I can fuck recently. for a whole hour. Yeah. So power hour. I love that you thought power hour. Was. I thought that meant you just do it for an hour like yeah. tantric. You yeah. get edging like you get really close yeah. but you've done oh, I don't edging. know. This is also brought to you by edging. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But I'm not interested and I liked I like shooting my load. I like that part. Yeah. I don't like the part with the building up to the, the load. Nut? Yeah, I want to get my nut. <laughs> I like crushed nuts and salted nuts and nut flavor, like uh, all of it. Messy nuts. I have, a st- I have something I could talk about in the, possibly in the next podcast. No, lay, it, the, lay it down. What time? How long have we been it on It doesn't now? matter. This is about nut. All right. Then we've got time. <clears throat> Shit. Just I told, spit it out. I told Brett. Which is a good rule of thumb with, when it comes to nut. <laughs> but go ahead. I told Brett this on his birthday. Say it. After, I'm, I'm talking. Shit. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so after Brett's birthday, we went to Hot Tub Time Machine. We hung out the rest of the afternoon, and um, then he came to your show. But 
we were talking about things. Anyways, um, I have a friend named, let's call him, I don't know. I, 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 let's call him Johnny. Okay. And Johnny's ex is named um, Max. And I met Max like once or twice. And liked Max, but they broke up and it was a little weird and whatever. But they're, they're friendly again and Max was working in another city. And Max was working for a company who makes sexual aids, like uh, toys, certain kinds of toys. And one day Johnny said to me, you're going to get a package from Max. I was like, well, that's random. And it. (laughs) I love where this is going. Tell me it's a flashlight. It is. Oh, that is like jackpot. And what is it like? Is it great? Well, here's the thing. I (laughs) I bet it's great. Well, here's the thing. I think it's probably great. Okay. This is way too – remember that that email guy that said, gosh, I can't believe how oh, – Yeah, what? whatever. He's straight. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't get a All vote. right, so here's my thing. My uh, alone time is not that – I don't – I'm not crazy about the traditional way that most people are. Masturbating. Hand, yes. With your hand, yes. Yes. I would rather grind. That's my – Sure. Given my druthers. Okay. So the, this has never been that thing for me. So I get this flesh jack thing, and – I just keep it in the box for like a month. Oh my god, that's where you. That's first. Well, no, hang on. So I'm like, if it feels like a gag gift, fun thing, whatever. No, gag that fucking just gag it. Just gag it with your cock. (laughs) Just gag it. So, um, I don't know. I thought one day I thought, you know what? I'm gonna see what this is all about. (laughs) Yes, you are. And I did. And at first, I was like, "Mm, I don't know. Not really that. Oh, hold on a second. Yeah. And now I I get why it's the number one. Thing. I do you want one? Would yes. I think Max is no longer at this company. God damn it! I'll, do you want me? To, do you want because, me to go get the little brochure? Because do they're like, the aren't they like one hundred fifty dollars? They're not cheap. No. Like I'm not gonna spring for one. I'm not gonna fucking buy one. Yeah. But I have a curiosity about them. Let me go get the brochure. Hang on. And I don't. Does it have a butt or does yeah. it have a mouth? A. <laughs> a. Yeah. It has an A. It has a, an ass, an A hole. Dennis has literally run down the hall, uh, couch potatoes. And I apologize. We're fifty four minutes in, but you don't want this shit to end either. You're just as curious as I am. He's gone down the hall to get the flashlight, and I'm telling no, you right I'm not now, the actual one. have you put that in our goddamn dishwasher, Dennis? Because that's really crossing a line that I'm not comfortable with. I'm not the showing the. Jack. I'm showing the brochure this that came with it. This is a flesh jack, and he's wearing oddly. Oddly baggy jeans that are really weird acid. Hello, judgy judge. Cut and then some we've slack. got the care and usage guide. Right, exactly. It's important. And so, what am I supposed to be reading? Use um, only water-based lubricants. Away. Yeah, but like, um, oh, you can design your own. What do you mean, design your own? Design your own. Like, I don't know what they if mean. You send a picture of a someone's ice? butt that you like. I don't know, but it's kind of like that. Um. But they're not they're they're not um cheap. I mean they are cheap, if you know what I mean. They're cheap in a good way. Uh but I um yeah, I can't believe I just told that story. I think it's great that you did and it just Yeah, mixed oh, it up. It's f- so upsetting to me that this is not something that I can borrow. But <laughs> No, and I'm I, the yeah. Ice Jack is their clear version. 
and it allows you to watch as you move in and out of it <laughs> and witness your own final climax. Oh, wow. And it comes in several inner textures. I thought the ice shack would be clear somebody... masturbation sleeve, but there's no ice involved. It's not cold on, it's your, not on your wiener. Oh, okay. That's I thought it was. And I also thought that once you were finished, it would just become very shoot you a dirty look shoot you a dirty look then there's the flesh jack boys yeah because that's the visconti brothers are the first triplets in gay porn right that's not i don't know how oh my goodness yeah and this is made from actual molds of them and you pick your favorite triplet and which hole you want yeah from oh my so i don't think max is working for this company anymore or we could hook it up because especially after this endorsement Right? I love the Flesh Jack Masturbation Sleeve. <laughs> and it is designed for single person use only. Do not well, share. Really? Oh. It says right on there. Really? Flesh Jack accepts no responsibility for the improper or multiple partner use of this product. Wow. Wow. Well, they, they, think, they think people are going to get a fight over it. And someone's going to get a, <laughs> gonna get a shiner. They're going to get something. Um, <laughs> so, well, yeah. this podcast is brought to you by our new sponsor, <laughs> The Flash Jack. Then they're going to send me one, and they're going to contact me on Facebook or at TonyTripoli.com. Oh, my God. And I don't know whether I want it to be. I think I want it to be a butthole, and I'm not sure which of the textures I prefer. Um <laughs> I'm just gonna let that be the choice of the... I I you know what I like um is there stubble no. stubbly is that one of the textures? I like snickerdoodle I mean, oh god you can try snickerdoodle that is so gross Dennis that is so fucking but gross. you know what kettle I... corn <laughs> what you know what uh, I didn't think I would like it but you know what I did like is cake batter I, oh, surprisingly. God. No. It's so weird. This yeah. is just the most amazing I I thing feel like to talk about. Th- this is I don't I know crossed, if I need I think to, I crossed the line. Do I, think... I pick a Visconti twin now or just on the air? Plus first there's 3. So it's not a twin. There's 3, or I mean triplets. Right. But they only have two holes each. So yeah. it's three guys, six holes. Yeah. And a pizza place. And you're leaving for the weekend. <laughs> so you know, I'm just going to do some research. I don't know. I'm going to have to do a little hide. I'm going to have to hide it. I All have right. this weird thing of uh, yeah that uh, our housekeeper will it's weird it's weird we are, it was a, we are ten minutes past weird so just spit <laughs> it out it it was a also nice, good when it comes to nut do you know good what advice. yeah exactly and it was a very um, nice thing to receive I thought it was going to be kind of like a gaggy thing kind of like oh, oh it's God. so silly but I turned forty yeah that would have been a, something that I would have wanted for my fortieth well you know at that point. No, I I didn't. I got it like a month or two ago, but I didn't bust it out until recently. Well, I hope that you just fucking blow the back off of that thing. <laughs> I hope that I really do. God bless you, Dennis. I hope we have to get a handyman in here to fix the drywall and the well, roof we already of your do, bedroom, which has been you know damaged for two years. But... You guys, thank you so much for living. Li- oh, for living, know. thank you for living. And thank you for listening to us and giving oh us a reason God. to live. We appreciate it. I'm Tony, I and this is Dennis. So- the Zoloft and the flesh This was the comedy me. couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. Oh, Thanks for listening. Bye.